Oh, what's up, good people? This is yeah, MC yeah, yeah. Till with everybody's hip hop label. Welcome to the Boom Bap Chat. If you are watching this right now, you know we have some legends in uh, the building tonight. Super excited about this conversation. As always, if you're in Cincinnati, make sure you head on over to everybody's records. They got vinyl, tape, CDs. They got all, all kinds of great stuff over there. Uh, you can check them out online at everybody'srecords.com. You can also get some dope material at getondown.com. They got some great vinyl, some tapes, some anniversary deluxe editions, all that. Uh, and if you don't have it, make sure you uh, head on over to Boom Bap Review and get our book, The Boom Bap Review. Got volume one and volume two. And volume three is coming out very, very soon. So you can pre-order it at boombapreview.com. With that aside, I want to welcome uh, or let you all know the co-hosts in the room. As always, we have Profound with us. What's up, Profound? What's good, MC Till? How you be, brother? I know it's, I've been out, man, mission in action, coaching this young football and all of that. It's all good, man. How's your son doing on the field, man? Incredible. 10-year-old yeah. quarterback. Incredible. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. out there right now. I told him I couldn't make it, and he looked at me like I was crazy, but oh, it's man. all good. I told him, you know, hip-hop pays the bills, son. We got to do. There you go. There you go. Well, shout out to him. We also have Iomas Marad. Iomas, how are you, man? I'm good, Till. What's going on? What's up? What's up, pro? What up, Till? What, oh, what's man. good, Io? Tonight... Good, it is a good night, fellas, because we have the legendary band in the building. This group uh, is one of the pioneers in many different ways, and they have uh, stuck around all these years, and they are back putting out music. Just dropped a single not too long ago, got new music underway. We're going to talk about that and much more. We are super, super excited to have these fellas in the building tonight. If you can, join me in giving a nice, warm welcome to Stetsasonic. <laughs> real claps on the boom bap chat real claps so we have from Sonic. we have mc delight mc delight how you doing my man peace man peace 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 we have daddy yo how are you i'm good sir how are you i'm doing very well man welcome and we have wise wise how are you tonight oh why is it uh you're muted you're, you're muted you have to hit the unmute button or something to unmute yourself. You look good though. We can see you. Yeah. And you look looking great. good. Yeah, looking really good. Nice little photo there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh no, where Daddy O go? Um, as Daddy O gets back on and Waz gets uh his his mic straightened away, I like to throw it over to Iomas Marad. Uh, one thing that we do, fellas, in the boom bap chat is um we we only invite guests on up to this point, we've only invited guests on that we appreciate. And uh, we like to show that appreciation and give y'all flowers, you know, while you're you're uh, with us. So wanted to throw that over to Io Moss uh, to do that. So Io Moss, you can take yeah, it away. Just thinking about Stessa Sonic, man, made me go back to when I was a shorty looking up to my cousin. who had like all the music, man. I remember going to his house and he was like, I got this new joint I'm about to play you. And it was all that jazz, man. And I was just like blown away, man. We listened mm. to that song about a hundred times, man, before we, mm. I was just stuck, man. And just always got love for Stessa Sonic. Um, just the integrity of the music. Um, Y'all being the first hip hop band yeah. um, in hip hop, the message that you was coming with um, and just being a staple in hip hop, like, 
I really don't think y'all get the props that y'all deserve. So uh, tonight we want to celebrate y'all on the Boom Bap Chat for you being a foundational pillar in hip hop and um, the music that you've released and the integrity and that the fact that you guys are still doing music is just a beautiful thing. So we want to give y'all y'all roses right now where y'all yeah. can smell them, where y'all can hold them in y'all hand. And we just appreciate y'all for being here, man. Much yeah. respect and love, man, for real. Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah. you. No doubt. Thank you. No doubt. Yeah. Thank you. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So y'all, y'all put out on fire in 1986. But in interviews, I've I've heard and I've read that y'all formed as a band much earlier than that. I think I think 81 is what I read. Um, so what was happening? 81. Okay. What was happening during that time frame uh from 81 to 86 before that first uh album came out? um what we is doing um at, at that time we was known as a matter of fact let me go uh not further than that but oh there's bobby oh shoot oh yeah bobby yeah. simmons shout out bobby but, simmons but um back in that time around 81 we were um a traveling you know dj organization known as mass communications with my man, the um, 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 may may um, the Creator bless the dead, or the ancestors bless the dead. Um, my man, Michael Bouchon, and at that time it was me, Daddyo, and another MC by the name of Crown Supreme. But mm -hmm. we were just going throughout Brooklyn, doing a lot of different shows and so forth and so on. We had not yet got into. Uh, other than emceeing at those shows uh, into actually beginning to actually formulate the hip-hop band at that time. So we had a lot of routines that we used to do while, you know, while we do these parties and stuff like that all around Brooklyn. Right. So that's what we was doing at okay. that particular time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> As things began to progress for us, um, as we was doing um, a lot of shows in the neighborhood, our popularity started to really grow as mm. MCs. Yeah. You know? and, and then uh, we had a change, and then that's when Wise came in, and he became part of the crew. And then we just started entering our... As a matter of fact, we was already entering. That's when we blew up. Yeah, yeah, we blew locally. up. Yeah, we blew up locally. Yeah, yeah, we started doing shows, and then we started doing contests. Uh, a lot of times, we was always finishing in second. We couldn't understand why we always mm -hmm. finished in second, but we plotted away, and yeah. professionalism that at all kicked in. And before you know it, we went on Mr. Magic Show. Mm. Um, um, out on BLS when he went from you know on BLS, and we went and we did that show, and before long, that was it. After that, we yeah. beat, we beat like maybe there were like a hundred groups that for audition that had tried out that we battled during that time. It was happening in Coney Island, in Brooklyn. Y'all know about Coney Island, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. you know with the amusement part and so right. forth big crowds and stuff like that and 
we just kicked the door in from there and got a a, a deal um, by um, by way of Sugar Hill. Mm. Sugar Hill. We were supposed to sign with Sugar Hill, you know. Yeah, and I I think I saw in an interview. I think it was with Daddy O, and he was saying how you all didn't take that deal because nah, it was nah. it wasn't a good deal. No, nah, it wasn't. It at, wasn't at, really a good the, deal at the time. At the time when when we got the deal, you know, technically it was just me, Daddy, on the light on that Sugar right. Hill contract. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And you know when we turned Sugar Hill down afterwards, that's when we expanded the band. Right. You okay. know what I'm saying? That yeah. right after because Daddy on the light, I was the next person to join them. Right. And then after Daddy on the, um, you know, came Fruitcorn. After Fruitcorn mm-hmm. came um, uh, Prince Paul. Right. Then DBC came in. That's when we right. expanded. Once we expanded, then afterwards, like about maybe a year and a half down the line, we got to deal with Tommy Boy. Right. Mm. And then a tidbit, tidbit, sidebar. While we was with Magic and Fly Tie, and I gave him the title Fly Tie. Oh, dope. Um, um, we was doing a, multiple shows, right, uh, under... We was part of the, the Juice Crew. Juice yeah. Crew, yeah. That Juice was crew. before ah. Kane, before Biz. Yeah, before, yeah. Yeah, was, before a lot of them. Us, yeah. It was us, Roxanne Shante. WD. 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 Fearless Four. Fearless Four. Yeah, yeah, Fearless. And um, um, MC Sham. Yeah. Yeah. Was there. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he could be called Jam yes. right now. No, let me right. stop. <laughs> that was so, the original hub of the of the Juice Crew. So going back to this Sugar Hill Records um, contract that y'all turned down, I, Daddy, I was saying, I th- I think it was you I heard in an interview saying that you turned it down because it wasn't a good deal. We know yeah. now, like looking back, a lot of artists got jacked up deals and they took them what why did you all pass on that deal what made you all realize that that was not a good deal well the sugar hill deal was like um i think it was like two points retail or something like that like really it was garbage it was like a real it was a weird like a real a weird low yeah like everybody that heard the low was like whoa you know what i mean and we didn't even have money for like an expensive lawyer, but like even a lawyer that we had was like, this is <laughs> nah. ridiculous. Right. Yeah. So in, so, in it, yeah, so I wanted to ask you all a question about Boom Bap because this is the Boom Bap chat. We do a lot of, you know, stuff with that title, Boom Bap. Um, I've heard, you know, history of, of how the, the term hip hop, you know, came came to be. But I'm just curious, you know, from your perspective, when did that term boom bap like when do you first remember hearing that term and what does that that term mean to you all i mean i first time i heard it chris said it i Mm. never heard it before that right yeah yeah yeah, me too yeah Yeah. i didn't even hear it in i i think i heard it close to almost 1990. yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. the ill part is though we all did it as kids Huh? How how so? Boom, bat, bat, boom, bat. Yeah, we always right. did that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was the we foundation. Was nine years old, going boom, bat, bat, boom, bat. Right? Yeah. Before yeah, rap, yeah. Even. 
That's dope. Delight, what would wow. you say? Would you say that is boom bap then? Just the the, the boom in the bap, just the, the, the way the sounds, the so. way the, the drums are structured? I, yeah, later on, so now with a producer's mind, I'm going to say, yeah, it's a kick and a snare. You know what right. I mean? But, yeah, yeah. I mean, back then, I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> right, right. That's Speaking of back then, too. in production, you all introduced, uh, you know, the instrumentation. You did instrumentation and sampling, being a hip hop band, but you're also big on sampling. Um, can you take us through like the beginning of that? Like, how did you figure out to 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 do that, and how did how did you practically do it? I mean, now it's easy. Just like there's a thousand different programs that we can buy and just sample and loop and all that. But back then, it probably wasn't that easy. So, how did y'all come up with that? And like, what was the practicality of actually yeah, what doing did we it? Use then? Go well, go. I'm talking about even before that. So let's go back to Delight saying he gave Ty the name Fly Ty. We in this juice crew, and of course Marley's part of that as well. Right. And one day Ty takes us to Marley's house in Queensbridge, and Marley's jumping up and down saying, "I can sample." You remember this, D? I can sample. I can sample. Mm -hmm. And Ty's like, "What do you mean?" He said, "I can take the sound from the record." and play it back and it mm. was a little guitar sampler that he had that he did it with wow wow so in my opinion we was around when sampling started yeah right? yeah <laughs> because right. i've never I mean, seen nobody sample before marley yeah wow wow that's you know wow. what i'm saying and and i remember that but i mean you know the thing with stetsasonic and you know i always give these two guys my like they, my father's, DBC and Prince Paul are my father's in production. Mm. You know what I mean? I never wanted to be no music producer. But right. DB used to live in Middletown. And when we used to practice, he used to come down and spend the night at my crib. Mm. When he used to go to sleep, I used to jump on his machines. Mm. And then Paul was just a dude that I used to see do stuff. And I'd just be amazed because he could do it with anything. Mm. Any machine, he just would do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It wasn't like Paul was not a guy who was like, oh, I got to have a Lindrum. Oh, I got to have this. He didn't care. Hmm. I said, what do you need? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's going to make what he's, you know what I'm saying? Like he's got that kind of, he's going to do what, he, what he's got in his head. So for us, it was like whatever they was using. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. Whatever Paul had. That's what we had until, you know, we got in the studio. Then the studio might have had, I think the first studio had SB12. We might have not used an MPC until way later on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then we was triggering stuff from the S900 and stuff. Because these, these guys had crazy equipment. DBC and Prince Paul had a studio apiece. Mm. I'm talking about when we met them. Wow. And wow. he was super young at that point, wasn't he? 17. Oh, yeah. 17. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I, before I throw it to Profound uh, for a question about lyrics, I wanted to just introduce to the people out there. Bobby Simmons is in the room. What's up, Bobby Simmons? Welcome. Hey, what up, y'all? I hear y'all. What's, What's good, good, Bobby? What's up, Bobby, man? I'm good. We all maintaining. How y'all brothers doing, man? Doing good. good. Thanks for being good. here, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so did did, 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 did y'all talk about the new record yet? 
Not yet. No. We yeah. getting there. We get there. We getting there. We getting there, brother. We getting there. So, oh, and before I wanted to ask one question before I throw the profound. Um, Marcus on Facebook is checking us out right now, and he wanted to know how did y'all get the name uh, Stetsasonic? Where everybody, where Fly Tiger get his name from? This is a question for y'all, our hosts. Where did Fly Tie from the Juice Crew get his name? From MC Delight. MC Delight. MC Delight. Where did Stetsasonic get their name? From Delight. MC Delight. Okay. Right. <laughs> Classes in session. Classes in what? session. So what? Yes, sir. So, so based on that, what was your thought process, Brother Delight, for coming up with? Like, where was your? Where was you at mentally? You know what I'm saying um, to come up with that name. Um, we knew that we would have problems with the. Uh, we're calling ourselves the Stetson Brothers because that mm. was what the name was originally from Daddy O's experience of being a part of the Stetson Brothers, the original Stetson Brothers, you know, uh, out in Brooklyn. Mm. And um, and I think some of them was from Long Island too. But, yeah. but, yeah. Bottom, but bottom line is that... Um, we needed something kind of catchy, you know what I'm saying? And because we used to roll in our Stetson hats, because there used to be a, mm. a, a store called Stetson. You yeah. had your Stetson shoes, your Stetson hats, and so forth and so on. That's how we used to roll. We used to have the leather and, you know, and, and, and the brims and whatever the case may be. So it was just a matter of taking uh, the, the word Stetson, right? Stetzer, and then adding sound to it, which yeah. is sonic. So Stetzer is referring to style, right? And then the sonic is referring to sound. So you have style of sound, you know? So that's what Stetzer Sonic is is all about. And that's the label um, that I said, hey, yo, daddy, yo, I, I got a name, bang. You know, and it stuck, you know? So that's and how- if you- the name came about and if you're listening in right now you can check out stetsasonic at stetsasonic.com make yes, sure you go sir. there yes, support them they got all kinds of great gear and great stuff there all right profound i want to swing to you not only are these dudes dope uh production wise making great you know music but also dope lyrically so i want to throw to you for mm-hmm. a more lyrical question well i thought about this most of the day um and io gave all of the brothers their flowers I want to partially give them to y'all as well because we are students. That's why I said classes in session. Y'all got students. Y'all are in the room with MCs, as I like to tell everybody that come on the show. So we appreciate y'all in a in a in a in a in a different sense than just a regular listener. <clears throat> so my question about lyrics, really, I just wanted to ask the group: Can y'all talk about how important y'all contribution to self destruction was? And the and that contribution to hip hop, because I feel like that is missing today. Mm. And I just want lyric wise, I just wanted to know, you know, if y'all could just really talk about the effects of that and how important that was to y'all and to the culture. Period. Mm. Well, I, 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 well, you know, I'm the second rapper. You know, pop, pop, pop on the shot. Who's the blame? Who's in, yeah, raps the name. Um. <clears throat> um 
there was uh, a situation, first of all, how I came up with those lyrics in which Kumo D wanted to become part of the record, Kumo D. So we're trying to find a place for where he can fit in, mm. you know. And I uh, forgot who I was talking to. I think I was talking to Chris and the producer. I said, well, he can go right after me. And I came up with my lyrics. And I said, I'll say this, and then he can bounce right off of me. And and so um, I, I wanted to be like short but straight and to the point because all the lyrics were going to be important at that time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just looking at trying to set the stage for the record, you know, and, and you know, so that's how I came up with the bottom line, you know, that black on black crime was, you know, was way before our time. You know, that's how I came up with those lyrics. Mm-hmm. So those lyrics throughout the whole song was, was very, very important. Um, uh, I think Daddy O and Wise was next. Um, um, what do you say? What was your mind? Where was your mind at, Daddy O, at that time? Well, a couple of things. One is, um, well, at the time that we did the lyric, Wise and I had decided we wanted to do something together. We just had to kind of figure out what it was going to be. And so, you know, one one of the things that, I mean, you know, I'm not saying everybody's not, but I'm just saying that we are. Like, one of the things that we're influenced by is, you know, our predecessors, right? Which is mm-hmm. Fields 4, Furious 5, Funky 4 plus one more, et cetera, et cetera, right? Fantastic 5, Cold Crush 4, you know what I mean? And so the the, the ideology um, of the routine, back and forth. you know what I'm saying, came back. So yeah. that's what that is. It's like a routine, you know what I'm saying? Me and Wise, like, doing a... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just doing a, a a back and forth routine. You know what I mean? And just trying to, you know, it it, it was interesting because it was first of all, it was the first time something of that magnitude was ever done with a whole bunch of us. You know what I mean? So who knew how anything was going to turn out with everybody on the record? That's one thing. And then the other thing was, um, Stetsasonic was a little bit more. A little, maybe a lot, but a little bit used to more doing lyrics that kind of lyric. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we are a group that goes back to performing in Central Park with a with a a, a theme of rock against racism when we had no record before mm. we had any almost any aspirations of a deal. We was just a rap group. You know mm. what I mean? And we just went and performed. A song called right the name of the thing was Rock Against Racism. We said, Oh, we're gonna write a song. And we wrote a whole song, Rock Against Racism. Like we we always understood this is what Delight always taught us. If it would have went the way of say one of us individually, we might have went one way. Like maybe one of us wanted to go all the way conscious, or one wanted to go all the way funny. Delight used to always teach us. We make music for the mind, the body, and the soul. Mm. So, D, this is where your Susie's come in. This is where your Sally's come in. But you got to do the mind. That's your freedom of death. That's your self-destruction. That's your mm. Africa. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to do your soul. They got to be able to boogie down to the talking all that jazzes and all of that. And sometimes you can bring them together. And sometimes they have to be standalone Susie records. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is, that's so we was a... We was a little more abreast 
of making that kind of not to say that those guys didn't want to do it. It's just they wasn't, you know, that that so that's what made it to to me such a magnitude to see people like Kumo Kumo D's experience with the light is similar to my experience with light, MC light, except for LL Rohan. Right. No word. But it was the same concept of the light saying he can go after me. And it was like, you know, LL was like, you know, who you, you know, who who's who going after you? And he's like, she's like, Daddy O. And he's like, you can't go before Daddy O with that. And light didn't have a bad rhyme. It was just all about statistics. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? And it just wasn't, you know what I mean? So there was a lot of we we own more real estate on that record than anybody. Mm. We come on three times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that and, and and that kind of proves like we just us don't ask us to rhyme because we're gonna rhyme. <laughs> That's all right. I can say. We did. The I ain't making it on the on the on the lean on me soundtrack. We did the Africa record as a standalone. Remember, Africa was a standalone record for years hmm. before it came on the third album, and that was a Norman Cook remix. You know, you talk to it. We gonna rhyme. Even I mean, throwing throwing it to Bobby. You know, we doing records, and Bobby like, oh man, we need to do a street record, and then we end up doing peace on the other side of the record. Like, don't ask us to rhyme, man. <laughs> For real, man. Some MCs. Yeah, man. Yeah, MCs. Just, 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 just yeah. like on a new album, on a new new album, we gotta change the bit because we got a joint called Messaging Our Music. We not playing. We not playing. Yeah. I'm saying hip hop has always been about the message in the music, and we've yeah. always provided that to our audience. We love yeah. a lot of other MCs out there now. The one thing we never forgot. Yeah, that's dope. That's one of the reasons we love y'all is for Thank that message. Sir. Yeah. Wise, anything you wanted to add uh, to that question from Profound? Oh, Wise, we okay, can't hear you, but <laughs> You muted again. You muted, <laughs> you muted. I know. He like, what is going on? I know. Muted, still, suited, and booted. Still look good, though. Yeah. Got the visuals <laughs> down. <laughs> Yeah, he making a music video while we out here on a Zoom joint. <laughs> That's, That's music hilarious. Video, you ain't got to say nothing because the, the, the director going to sync it up later. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's still got problems now. He's frozen now, I think. Yeah, he'll be we'll all right in a minute. Yeah, we can we'll keep get, going. He'll get yeah, on. We'll get. We'll come back as soon as he's able. We'll, we'll come back to that for sure. Uh, I want to take a question that is uh, came to us from Mark McCauley. Who's a big fan of y'all, and he asked, "What were your influences for your first album?" Mm. Woo, there's a lot, yeah. Man, so many. Yo, I I, I know one thing. Um, with songs like "Forever My Beat," "My Rhyme," one of the things that we tried to uh, document with that first album is the love that we had. Uh, for the music and the vision that mm. we had for the music. That's what Forever My Beat was all about. And My Rhyme was all That's about. That's the On Fire album, period. Right, right. And, mm. and the whole On Fire album. But we really tried to address the feeling that an MC is going to have about his rhyme through that song. 
we really get personal mm. with the um with my rhyme you know what i'm saying it's, yeah. it was one of my favorite cuts on that um on that album yeah you yeah. know believe it or not you know so and, you, you know plus 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 stessasonic was influenced by stessasonic you know, the one thing we wanted to do with that album was was to uh, one showcase what the band was about and who the band was and that's mm. exactly what was pent a hip-hop band everything on that first album literally was played live right minus the scratching this was prior before people started looping samples or even if we looped sample like everything on that album was played live from the baseline to just a step the wind the wind the wind yeah. Yeah. all that yeah. all that everything yeah. from the live mm. drums live drums ghost ghost that's everything so the one thing then, that, and then why and then wise was behind a lot of other stuff like right, fade, the fade, fade totally exactly. but then just a stand like you know yeah exactly so the, the thing about that first album was really all about proving because you got to remember we you had the very beginning pivot of hip-hop and everybody had to had have an identity and we had an identity and what was our identity every record delights that it straight from the letter where the hip-hop band mm -hmm. <laughs> we had to uh to to to, to, to pin who, yeah. how people can identify us with so Stethoscopic was really influenced by Stethoscopic. We went there mm. looking at, like, what we're going to do to be different from everybody else that was out at that time. Yeah. That's dope. I love that. Stethoscopic was influenced by Stethoscopic, which yeah. reminds me, if y'all listening in, you can go to Stethoscopic.com yes, and get sir. some really dope stuff. Sure. So make sure you do that. Uh, before I throw to I.O. Moss to ask a more community-focused yeah. question, I did want to bring on Mark McCauley, who asked that question. He says, forever my beat really reminds me of the new rap language by treacherous three i love the back and forth flow uh thanks for asking so thank you mark mccauley big fan of you guys so appreciate that uh want to throw it over to iomas um iomas what's up yeah just um just thinking about you know you guys as a group and then um like like daddy said you guys being featured on uh self-destruction how is it because one of the things that I think is lacking today and please I would like you know push back if you don't agree is the lack of community when it comes to like hip-hop groups like back in the 90s you saw a lot of community oriented like even in the album liners you would hear artists shouting out Stessasonic you know Juice Crew like they were showing love like showing that it was a community so what do you think it's going to take for that spirit or that type of legacy to come back to hip hop today for, for young folks today? Oof. The importance of community. I, I, I think, I think they get it. I think they get it, but then it's like, um, it, it, it's, it's max, it's like veiled to them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that they understand community. I, I mean, m most young people, especially, you know, thinking like if I was not just northern anymore. Right. So now it's Midwestern and Southern and Southwestern. Right. So all of these people, we didn't. But all of these people have family reunions and like, you know what I mean? Like they know what community is. Cities yeah. may be different. Like we had I got tons of aunties that ain't really my auntie. Right. Right. Down south, that's really your aunt. You know what I mean? So they know what it is. Um, 
for us, I can just tell you why it was that way for us. Because it was, it's never, I don't know if anybody's ever said it, but this is, this is the way I feel. People ask me about my band all the time. And, oh man, it's over 30 years, how you make a second record? I said, because it's not like I was just in the studio with these guys. I feel like I was in a war with them. Mm. So it's the same feeling that soldiers have that fought together. It was not only the community thing came from, it was not only we were fighting every damn body. Mm. That damn Frankie Crocker, we was fighting everybody. <laughs> you know, it's true, man. It's true. So, so I need it. And I'm just saying this for my band. It's, I don't know about other people. Maybe Kane got his own story. I needed the light. If you look on YouTube, you see one of my TED Talks. It's all about what Delight told me. And D said, do it better, Kareem, because I hated everybody. Mm. So D used to go out and see Flash in them, go see this one, go see this one. Yo, D, they was dope. They ain't better than us. They ain't better than us. <laughs> and he used to always say, yo, instead of getting angry, just do it better, Kareem. And it took mm. years to understand what he meant, but it was all wartime type of stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. the community came from being in the trenches together. It's tough on the young kids now because it's 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 kind of money oriented, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. so not really money, money bag business. Together. Huh? Money bag business. Money bag yeah. business. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's very difficult. So you do see, and it's like you said. Well, so so he said money bag. So let me say this. So you might see young money bag and Yo Gotti together because they both from Memphis. But remember, it's the same feeling as seeing Mo D, KRS, Heavy D, and Statsasonic because they was all from New York. Right, right, right. So because it's so widespread now, that sense of community is almost. And I go out on a limb here. It's almost got to be explained in a conscious lyric. Mm. Because mm. if it's not explained in a conscious lyric, it's not going to make sense. Mm. So we probably need about 12 more YBN core days. Mm. Yeah. I don't want no more Kendricks. I don't want no more Kanye's, no more Drake's. I don't, I don't even need no more J. Cole's. I'll take some more J.I.D.'s. Mm. You know what I mean? But we probably need about, because the bottom line is that if you don't do it like the light said, mind, body, and soul, it's probably not going to come across. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? So yeah. sometimes Kendrick seemed like he leaned a little too much somewhere. Drake feel like he leaned. Corday is the only one that you see Corday, and then you see it go viral that Jada talked to Corday's girl, which is that tennis girl, and, 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 and said he wanted to do a record with her. <laughs> and this is after Jada. This is the Jada after the verses. Right. Going viral, viral about wanting to do a record with Corday, you know what right. I mean? It, it, it probably only can be expressed in that way. And I go out on another limb and say this: if the elders ain't involved, it probably won't happen. Hmm. Wow, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because there's a time people say, "Hey, man, you know why y'all making a record after all this time?" You know, part of it's because we could still rhyme, and you can hear that on the new record, and you're gonna hear that on the album. So we nice now. 
You know what I mean? So, so ain't you know we ain't lose now. We just gained a little bit, right, Wise? Well, Wise ain't here, but when y'all hit the new Wise, y'all gonna be bugging out. <laughs> Cause we not playing with it. Like I'm not even gonna hold you, man. We not playing with it. This ain't no Super B, Joe. You don't stop. This is not that. I'm telling you, it's not. You know what I mean? But if the elders ain't involved. I, let me not say it could be impossible because any you know things can happen. Yeah, for sure, but for sure. it'll it'll be it'll be it'll definitely be difficult. I think the elders have a place in hip hop, and I think that we got to take that place. And I mean, I know we made a little money, and cats is a little more comfortable than they used to be. Mm -hmm. You know, when they was younger, and you know, could be marriage, could be family, but yeah. we still have to be involved because it yeah. made us like it's it's uh, it's kind of. I got a line. It's so funny. I, I wrote this rhyme once and I said, I said this, this was the end of my rhyme. And then I was staying with um Joe. Joe Fatal is one of my best friends. So I was staying with Joe Fatal the, the week that Stetson Sonic had those two shows, the two weeks we had those two shows and tragedy Gaddafi was staying over there with us. Mm. Right. And he snatched the line from me and actually put it on one of his new joints. He said, this is the only time I ever used another lyric from somebody else. Mm. And I said, um, if it's true that hip hop made billionaires, then the streets that made hip hop should be getting a share. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, right. I, I, I stand by that. I mean, because, man, we was in the trenches. You know, it's like yeah. army guys. Our army guys don't give up the army after they get out the army. Right. They, you yeah. know, especially the Marines. The Marines right. be like, whoop, you know, at the bar. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, can y'all hear me? Yeah. What's going on, man? Okay. There What's go. going on, man? What's going on? Yo, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yo, <laughs> wise, back, wise. wise. Talk about the talk about the um the 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 uh the the the, the, the Carlito Brigante thing, man. For a minute. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um that's that's my new alter ego. You know, <laughs> um my my new um MC name, stage name, you know, um, because Wise, you know, was a human mix machine and stuff. And on this album, um, I'm I'm going all out lyrically. I, mean, <laughs> I told y'all, I'm going no, all out. Playing. I mean, you know, you 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 will be shocked. Mm. You're gonna be shocked as to how good I got. That's dope. That's dope. You I can't know, wait to hear. It. Is there? Uh, can you give us details on like when it's coming and? Ask Bobby, um, ask Bobby everything. <laughs> Bobby is the holder of the music. Yeah. So I, so, so I got so I got a question before you move on. Like, so you said you got better. You was dope. You've been dope. So how do you get better from being dope? <laughs> like uh, you was already dope. So how do you get better? <laughs> because <laughs> now, now I'm I'm rapping in a few different languages too. Okay. Oh wow. You know, so yeah, and the thing about it is that Daddy on like for years has been trying to get to do that for years. Mm. They've been trying to get me to do that, and I'm, you know, I didn't think it would work for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But as you know, as I was you know, developing because I I got lyrically like I said I, I write a lot better. I, I um, you know, Daddy was the one that put me on the to you know hook up my own little studio and stuff and um. Uh, 
you know, with, with that being said, I, I, I got a lot better at, you know, creating music and stuff. So quite naturally creating lyrics, I got a lot better too, mm. you know? And like I said, they've been trying to get me to do that for a hot minute, but at the time I, I didn't think that it would work for me and stuff. And um, now, yeah, you know, now that I got better lyrically and, you know, I speak, read and write Spanish. So, um, you know, now that I added that element to my, you know, to my, um, you know, my ego. His repertoire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, no doubt. That's dope. So, Bobby, are you the one that uh, is going to be, uh, you know, scheduling that release? Well, I mean, we, we all got a schedule date on it. it def it's definitely going to be 2022. Okay. Uh, the album will, will be out uh, hitting, hitting by the summer of 2022. Um, we got a second single already prepared, which is called Here We Go Again. Nice. Uh, that hopefully will be, will be released in hopefully by the December or early first quarter uh, coming in of uh, 2022. Okay. Uh, so we're finishing up the album now. No, we got a lot of stuff on it that's going to be crazy. So we, we, we really coming this time. Yeah. Like we came before. We coming again. I, 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 I'm the guy that's always like chanting. Did y'all hear the new single yet? Everybody purchased the new single. Now you give it up love. You know. Yeah. Show the love. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Now y'all giving up. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, exactly. Did you all produce it? Or did you have no. other producers come in? Mm -mm. We got. No, we have other producers coming. Not only did we not produce it, besides for Bobby and Paul, we might not even make. Bobby and Paul might make some records on this album, but like. Well, we're doing a little bit um, is going back to the basics. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the basics of Stetsasonic is pretty dope. Like the way we learned how to rehearse, the fact that we used yeah. to practice every day, like all of that stuff is real dope. And like the walk up was dope because we was never afraid of anything because we was a stage band first right so you know yeah. we were always battle tested and battle ready like yeah. whatever bring whatever you got i don't care who you are let me explain this to you one of the first contests we ever entered rap contest we split a thousand dollars with busy b dougie fresh and slick rick and we were wow. brand new nobody wow. knew who we were. yeah nobody knew nobody us. even yeah. knew who we were wow. yeah. So, I mean, that's who we were. Like, bring what you have. That's yeah. your business. This is our business. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And so, um, I just feel like now, not only us, I, I, I beg and plead my peers to, like, do something, you know? I love the fact that Chris and KRS is doing the verses. I want to hear some records. You know what I yeah, mean? But yeah. It's not like Chris don't make records. It's just that he's in such an, an anomaly position sometimes and i see me and chuck in that position sometimes too where it's so not enough of us doing it that the it's not like it doesn't get noticed but where it gets noticed and how long is noticed kind of where yeah. it lives is different than kind of everything else and if there was a, a floodgate of that stuff yeah then you almost got to create a new category in Apple Music for classic hip-hop. Yes. Spotify as well. Billboard as well. Because it's a flood of it. Yeah. But when it's just there, like, for instance, with Stetson Sonic, you know, we work really hard with our manager to figure out where will these things live. Right. Because black radio has failed us. 
Mm. I can't say that enough. Yeah. Not about artists, because we crazy. <laughs> and you know what we'll do. We'll rhyme one way one day and not want to rhyme the next day. It's not about labels, because labels, if you could buy something for $3 and sell it for 11 you probably would too. Right. So all the labels was ever about was they paper. Tell me that the labels was about the music. What label? Yeah. Maybe Motown. Possibly Sax. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the about the music? You know what I'm saying? But the black radio where it was the place. It was the it's and it's still technically the breeding place for hit records. And, and, and let me go, let me say this for hit records in our community. Black radio is the breeding place for it. That's where they become hits. Yeah, and I remember you talking about the uh, oh, what? What was the example you gave in an interview? Tony Braxton record. Yeah, that new that Tony Braxton record that came out two years ago, right, right before the pandemic, produced by Babyface, never got played. Right. Who does that? That's you nice. know, she's like I said, she's not one of our queens. Aretha's probably that, or Patty may be that, but she's one of our princesses. But Babyface is one of our kings. Right. So how do you not play a Tony Braxton produced ba- a baby? You know, Babyface producing Tony Braxton record, and the record's not whack. Right. So how do you not play that record? You know what yeah. I mean? But it's like, that's what happens, you know? And I, I guess I have to understand that they got to pay the bills or whatever. I guess I yeah. got to understand that. But it's a tough thing for us because um, I, it's, it's, it's even going to be tough for, listen, it's tough for everybody because the way the format works nowadays, the way Bobby explained it to me, because he works, you know, he does his show on iHeart every day. The way this situation works with this like kind of universal playlist, he said that's why you can land in Pittsburgh and be in Brooklyn and hear the same records, right? Because they all follow in the same playlist. That's a scary thing. Yeah, you know it's scary for everybody because anybody could get put on and off of that playlist. Right. You know well, one I mean? one of the things I appreciate about you all and and you Daddy O's that you know I've heard you talk about this before. And you mentioned other artists, you mentioned it tonight, like, you know, Kane and, and um, Karis One and, you know, their output of actual albums. You started putting out albums. Right. Uh, well, three, four, five years ago, whatever it was. 2016. Yeah. So relatively recent, you started putting out, you know, albums um, and, and put out a few since then. And I feel like that's the way, you know, artists such as yourself, you know, cut through the noise, just, just stepping up and I mean, climbing your space. That, it's you know? the way to relieve your stress. Yeah, that yeah. too. You know what I mean? yeah. Like yeah. I tell people, 70% of the reason I make independent records is to get my shit off, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't get to talk about that with nobody. Right. My family, I got to talk about family stuff. Right. You know, even on the block, I'm getting stuff from the block. I'm the barbershop. I'm getting stuff from the barbershop. My friends I'm around, I'm getting stuff, but I can't talk to all my friends about all my things. Yeah. yeah. I got some hustlers from Cleveland I could talk to about things that I don't talk to my friends in that I drink wine with in Houston. Right. You see what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. you know, but but the rap thing, I could say whatever I want. Right. I got a rap I got a rap record that says you should meet my white friends. They'll put you straight. You know what I'm saying? Every time I see somebody say something about white people, I'll be like, you should meet my white friends. You know what I'm saying? And I and and I'm from the hood. 
you know, my I'm, my my roots run deep in the hood, and yeah. I still got OGs in the hood. Conception, my OG, Pee Wee Kirkland, my OG. Like, but I, I learned how to. I got old. Like I said, getting older is dope. I got yeah. older, so I learned how to maneuver. You know what I mean? But I don't really have a sounding board outside of rapping. Right. It would be cute, but I don't. You know what yeah. I mean? So <laughs> I use rap records, and then I got the beats to work with it and all that. I just be getting my shit off. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Dope. Yeah, Samples no doubt. on my mind. It's, you know what I'm saying? I guess it's the same way auth certain authors feel when they write mm. these books, like Toni Morrison or one of them. Yeah, you know? yeah. But yeah, I, ain't no no, I, I ain't no book writer like that. Right. I'm a rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel I feel that way <laughs> making beats. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, too. no I was just gonna say I'm, I feel that way making beats. Like it's very therapeutic for me. You yeah, know, I'm having a rough day, stressed out, whatever the anxiety. I just make a beat and I feel much yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. I get lost Should in be. it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I slide almost, some of that. Yeah. Slide some of that Stetsasonic way. Oh yeah, we own that. We own that, uh, Daddy O. Yeah. Okay, Definitely. yeah, for real. We on that heavy. Um, I'm taking a course right now in black uh a course called Black Contemporary Art and Critical Creative Praxis, right? So um we've been talking about like black futurisms and like how that name Stesasonic, if that's not black futurism, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Y'all dug y'all looked ahead into the future with a name like that, and your sound was so ahead of what everybody else. Thank was you, doing. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with you, Daddy Yo, what you just said, it just struck a nerve in me. Like you said you're not an author like Toni Morrison, but basically the the albums that y'all are putting out, those are sonic, those are like books sonically, you know what I'm saying? Because mm, yeah. I learned I'm <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying. I learned, like going back to what you were saying about consciousness. Like, I may not have picked up a book, but to hear KRS-One, to hear Stetsasonic, to hear MC Light, to hear Heavy D, I was learning. Y'all was yeah. increasing my literacy and helping me to read the world through what you guys was talking about. You know what I right. mean? And so I, I, I do see you all as authors, as a Toni Morrison. You know what I'm saying? Because those cds those albums those are books you know what i'm saying those well, are i appreciate that brother in my yeah. in my opinion you know what i'm saying and y'all help like y'all are our teachers you know what yeah. i mean we grew up on y'all you guys are our teachers so we're well, following i, I think it should continue that. you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my my, my i think my quest at this point especially with my guys is to kind of continue that you know yeah. what i mean because i think that um, I, I came up with this philosophically a few years ago, right? There's always two reasons you do a thing. Yeah. One is the real reason you're doing the thing. So if you're moving the pizza or if you whatever, it's the real reason you're doing the thing. The other one is called a business model. The business model reason is you're showing somebody that it can be done. Mm. So as you move in the pizza, you also showing whoever's looking that the pizza can be moved. Right. You see what I'm trying to say? And so that that's how I feel about us. You could call us classic, you could call us old school, you could call us whatever. But I I came to a conclusion that they're not gonna take me seriously unless I'm rhyming. Mm -hmm. I have no problem doing TED Talks, I have no problem doing public speaking, podcasts, all of that. But they're not gonna take me serious if I'm not spitting fire. 
And I wanted to give my fans bragging rights that you get in a car, you throw in now y'all giving up love, your kids say, who is that? Right. <laughs> they, you say, it's somebody from my time. They come right. back and say, but daddy, it don't sound old. You come right. back and say, because they just put it out. Right. And when they put out their first record, little kid, you wasn't even born. Right. You tell me those people are older than you, daddy. Yes, they are. And they sound like that, daddy. Yes, they do. That's the plan. Yeah, no doubt. That's the plan. Yep. So, there it is. I'm doing that though. Right there, Andre Hudson tuned in. He he, he hit it right on the head. Stetsasonic is on fire. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying. Like, I, like like like, I don't know, man. It's it's the fulfillment. Like mm. I'm telling you, what happens? We in the studio now, so now all those set thoughts come up. Mm. All the beginning thoughts, all that it comes yeah. back up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, it's all yeah. part of uh, of the story of the history and also laying down the platform for uh, not only our peers but also for those that will be coming uh, or approaching that time because listen hip-hop has been around a long time so a lot of guys are now older now you got the new generation right and they may be doing songs for their generation. They don't do any songs for that, you know, that I wanna, you know, that I would say, oh, you know, let me let me hear. I may may I may buy their stuff or whatever the case may be, but they're not gonna do any music for for me personally. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's that's part of the void that we we're gonna fulfill. You know what I'm saying? To satisfy everybody across the board, all age groups. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. in categories to let them know that hey, you know we still here. You know what I'm saying, and we we're gonna be here for a while, and to also motivate um, um, our peers also to do the same. Yeah. And once our peers become motivated, you create a new market. You know. What yeah. I'm right. New market me means new industry. New yeah. industry means growth, and right. so forth and so on. So. Yeah. Well, well, one of the, you know, I know Io Moss and Profound gave y'all flowers. One of the things that I love about you all is that I, I never, I, I never see you um, talking down, demeaning uh, towards younger MCs, younger artists. Uh, and, and when there's an issue, like I, I see y'all just stepping in and being the, the solution to the problem that you see, you know? And right. to me, that's, yeah, that's love. Like a jolly bean. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk down or we just crush them like a jelly bean. <laughs> but I love that about y'all, man. You just, you know, you're very empowering in that way for other people. And um, well, that's, know, that's super here, dope. Here's, here's the thing, though. You know, we had a lot of help and a lot of support coming up. Mm. I mean, the, the wars I'm talking about is like the wars are fighting the traditional industry and all of those folks. Yeah. But in terms of people like Fly Tie, Mr. Magic, um, you know, all the guys, were they were very supportive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. there were people like, I remember clearly winning the contest in Coney Island, getting off stage, 
seeing Melly Mel and Mel saying, yeah, daddy, oh, yeah, it was good what you did, man. Yeah. You did it just like I do, man. You get a crowd 50%, man. You take 50 for yourself. That was good. You know what I'm saying? I remember that. That was encouraging. Right. You know, so we had to go behind the, the, the whatever that thing was and bust Dougie's ass that night. But other than that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but, 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 but yeah, you know, we had the encouragement. So I think a lot of what we do, I don't want to call it a force of habit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Making it sound bad, but a lot of what we do is, is probably habitual because folks did it for us. Right. Yeah. That's Those dope. folks did it for us. It, it was a very common thing back then to be at a party and somebody like Gary Harris, God bless the dad, say, Daddy, oh, do you know John King? Because I'm getting ready to go into John King maybe in a week or two. Do you know John King? I'm mm. like, no, well, you should know him. Yo, John, this, you know what I mean? That was right. common. It was common for, you know, executives to know the artists, for, you know, cross-label things happening. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff was kind of common because right. we was all in the same business, so to speak. You know what yeah. I mean? Trying yeah. to make this hip-hop thing work and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So right. I think yeah, that kind of almost it kind of almost felt like that again now to today, even with the new stuff, because the one thing I want to say real quick before we even get out with any of this is to give a big shout out, man, and love and respect to LL Cool J mm. and his Rock the Public Radio, who actually called Daddy yo and said, yo, man, see, this is what we talk about. Your cats mm. are doing new music. I need that record. I need to play it over here. And, and, and it just goes to show you that, um, it was happening back then when we thought we lost them. You come to find out we have them. We got them back now. Cool DJ Red Alert in New York played our record when he did his show. The light called me. He was like, yo, Red is playing the record. So again, we're back to knowing that our peers and some some new cats also yeah. are playing the record because they're new to us. So it seems like this is you know happening all over again. We just got to get it. We're in now. We just got to finish it. Yeah, you know? dope. that's dope. Super dope. Well, to, tonight I want to I want to end uh, talking about a battle, but before that, I I do have one more question. You know, just in the era that I grew up in, and just just how it happened, the native tongues were like super influential to me. Um, and De La Soul being you know the, the first group that I kind of came in contact with from that crew. Um, and I'm just curious to know. I know Prince Paul, you know uh, Stetsasonic, and you know he did you know De La Soul. But is there any other connections and ties that you all have with native tongues um, from that? Yeah, era? we are the native tongues. We are the native tongue. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, all of those guys, all of those guys respected and learned from us. If you know, you see us right. on the album of, you know, you see us on one of those, um, those Trial Court Quest albums. Right. You know, yep. I mean, it was, you know, it was because um, we like, we kind of always been senior, even though we came in at a certain time, mm. Stetsasonic and the presentation of Stetsasonic has always been senior class. Mm. Like you don't kind of remember Stetsasonic junior class. Mm. You know, it's always kind of been senior class because, because we are stage band first. Right. So coming in, there was, the fear level was not high for us at all. Mm. You know what I mean? We wasn't looking at cats like, oh my God, 
look at where we are. Look at, you know, we were happy to be there. Just like we happy to be there now. Right. But we wasn't looking at stuff like with, you know, with, with, with fearful eyes. I mean, I even tell people the hip hop band thing is not rocket science. It's cats sitting down making records, having producers in the band and musicians in the band and saying, how are we going to duplicate this on stage? Mm. And we said, oh, let's just take everything with us. Mm. So that one time, I'm telling you, we entered a contest. We took everything with us and ended up splitting the, 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 the bounty with Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick, and Busy B by just mm-hmm. taking everything with us. We ran on that stage with that white on and, and them, them boys <laughs> on them instruments, and they started screaming and didn't even know we were. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yo, mm-hmm. yo, I bust, I bust through the crowd. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody knew us. And, and this this happened at, um what was the place? The Roxy. Roxy. Yeah. yeah. We bust through the crowd because they say, yo, Who's out there that could take on the blah blah blah? Uh, Dougie Fresh or whatever the game. We say, yo, we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tore them up that night. Yeah, we did. We did. We I ain't gonna lie. We did work. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's a different kind of feeling. And and yeah. and and I mean, Bobby could add on to this, but I'm being honest, and I say this often. The the idea was to, and it still is, to continue the musical tradition that we come from. Hmm. So we happen to rap, you know, but Aretha sings, you know, and and Gil does poetry, you know, mm-hmm. but it comes from a tradition, right? Yeah. And we just happen to be who we are. So that was always the plan. The plan was always to be the next temptations or four tops or james brown or whatever that was the plan yeah you know it wasn't so much looked at we didn't they did meaning the people before us i don't know if i want to say no fault of their own but the people before us didn't look at us like that but we looked at ourselves like that Mm. you know and and it's proof in our activity first groups Fearless Four, Fantastic Five, Funky Four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, that comes from the Four Tops, Temptations. You know, it comes from that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but we just look to extend what was in front of us. I mean, behind us, you know, in front of us too. But, you know yeah. what I mean? Extend what we knew. This is what we come from. We come from this tradition. You know, we're going to lay it down this way. Yeah. You know? That's, that's- yeah. That's, that's so interesting that you said that because I was watching the interview with Q-Tip and he said the same thing. He was saying that we wasn't competing with, we wasn't trying to like compete with our peers. We were trying to be the next Earth, Wind & Fire, the next Stevie I mean, Wonder. Why not? Why not? I mean, like, that's, that's I, what I we grew up so interesting. At. Yeah. yeah it's, it's what yeah. we all grew up looking at. You know what I mean? That's why I say sometimes I feel like it's hard for the young kids because if you don't turn them on to like us or whoever, Right. And and Jay Z is old school to them. That's a right. tough place to be in, man. Right. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. You know, because it means there's a lot of stuff that you ain't get. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cats in the '90s that's nice, right? But they came from something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so if you never got a chance to see that thing that they came from, right. especially like in its Princeton purity, you know, that's a tough that that's a tough place to be in unless you're a child prodigy. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh Io Mas profound. Any yeah. other uh last questions you have for the crew before we have some? I don't fun? have a question. I got a thought, man. Like yeah. I want everybody that watches our show to realize, man, it's been 40 years that this group has been together yeah like that's not anything to be taken lightly bro nah exactly at all like it, it's just and it's what we talked about a few shows back about like the jazz musicians that play into their 80s and 90s and you know uh you have some division between the younger and the older cast and all of that but man these brothers have been together since 1981 like i don't even know what else to say about that man like yeah. you just don't see that you don't see yeah, that anymore yeah. and it's important that everybody sees that yeah you know, that's because we got into this for the art of the music man i mean mm. as, as kids that's what that's that's what drawn us to it uh how how do these how are these guys doing this how was how did james brown change the format of of, of soul music how did uh right. we, we we looked at it of what we grew up to and figuring out how did these guys do this and then when we found ourselves um not thrown in, but but kind of walking to the hip hop thing. We was like, wow! So we could connect this with this, because we already were doing it. The DJs were, the the the, the DJs were the band. People got to remember, hip hop started with the DJs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. DJs was our instrumentation. You know, because they the DJ will always uh, be that uh, that that real a real machine that we call back in the days. That where we can we we he can splice a beat at whatever per second. To hold it so the guys can do a routine or the or the, or the rap could do a routine <clears throat> so we just had to figure out how we was going to expand this by watching and listening to all these other great artists we mm -hmm. lived in a neighborhood with bt express and brass construction and black ivy they were in brownsville they were living in tilted right there. You know mm -hmm. yeah. right there so we were we were literally in the building with people who were recording records and we wanted to figure out how can we expand that and what we're doing because remember, at the time that we began doing hip hop, a lot of the R&B bands and R&B singers didn't want to connect with us. Right. Because wow, they just they, they just thought we were stealing their music. They thought mm -hmm. that we were stealing their shine, and they thought they doing this ball dicky ball the bang the bang nonsense. Mm -hmm. And what is this stuff? You right. know what I'm saying? And and and, and taking Sheik's music and it's not their music and they rapping over it. So they didn't really have a relationship with us in mm -hmm. the very beginning. So we had to find a home for ourselves. And that's why at the at early at the show you actually influenced that's the sonic even though we admire and were influenced by the musical musicality by these bands but such sonic we influenced ourselves because we had to figure out how was we going to expand right of what yeah. we were doing in rap and hip-hop from listening to those guys yeah and we had, we had to take it upon right. ourselves to figure that out so right. yeah i love that that's, that's crazy how that, that he wasn't even in here and he said the same exact thing yeah, that yeah. Delight or Daddy O said. Delight, Delight said that Stessasonic influenced Stessasonic. And he said the same exact thing, and he wasn't even in the room. That's just saying <laughs> that they are. That's, that's well, that you know, the 40 the, years. Having the amount of people in the band that we had um, and have, um, that was. You know that had its own type of benefits that like mm -hmm. not having that amount didn't 
You know, I have yeah. to be just honest. Um, and then active members, you know what I mean? And and so what I mean by that is that, you know, we shared a bus with PE for years. So PE was a conglomerate as well, but a different type of conglomerate. Right. Flavors activity was one kind of activity. Norman's activity was another. The S1's activity, another. Griff's another. Chuck's another. Right. Which Chuck says he got all that from us watching us. That's wow. what he told me. That's dope. No, because he the first one of the first big shows we did. Chuck and Hank um, hired us to go to um, Long Island. Long Island. Wow. You know, and Griff was security. Flavor was the class clown. Right. You know, <laughs> Keith was the DJ. No, I'm right. serious. Like yeah. you know. Right. So and uh, and 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 like he said, he saw what we did that night. Again, we brought everything with us. Yeah, and he saw what we did that night, and that's what gave him the idea to b- kind of break it up, you mm. know. But the number of active members, you know, because you got to remember, Stetsasani comes on stage, there are no inactive members. Everybody's doing something. Yeah, <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And so that is helped. It really helped because it's like, um, and I'll give you another analogy. It's like playing on a team. And when you're on a team, everybody don't play the same. Even guards don't play the same position. Right. You got a one and a two guard. Right. You know what I mean? And some people play the forwards long and short. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. You, you, you build a culture. Exactly. You build a culture. Exactly. Right. So, you know, we, we're there. And, and and you know, we know which role this one plays and this role, you know, and not, you know, and, 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 and having fun with that. You know what I mean? Like that, like that's why I was saying about the, you know, the new singles produced by Kevin Dean. Like we love it because, you know, part of that gives us the ability to just concentrate on what we concentrate on. You know, having, you know, members that do certain things allow other members the freedom. Like one of the coolest things about being a Stetson Sonic when we were, and we'll probably do this again when we go back on tour, but when we were on tour, we used to split up and do different interviews because mm. we could. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, divide and conquer. So it's a it's yeah. a morning show over here and a morning show over there. Eric B and Rakim couldn't do both of those morning shows at the same time. Right. Because they both got to be at that one. So they try to find the most popular. We doing the popular one with them, but still doing that little underground joint over there because we right. can send somebody else over there. You know? That's dope. So like I said, we had and have some benefits that other people don't have. And I mean, right. you know, I guess solo artists have benefits that they call benefits too. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, but just being a band, that's fun and it and it helps, you know. So that's what helps the, the us to influence us is that, you know, we got the little element, you know, we got the, the knobs, you know? Right. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I kind of want to go back to what, um, Daddy O said about community being explained and through conscious lyrics. So the question I have is, do you think it's still space for conscious hip hop? And I'll give yeah. you an example. I don't want to say the artist's name. It's a pretty popular artist now. And basically the artist, they asked the artist, do you consider yourself conscious? And the artist was like, no, I don't want to. And it was a time when, and I could say their name, most Oh, so amigos, amigos, amigos. No, no, oh, no. Oh, okay, okay. 
It was uh. Well, I don't want to. I'll say it off when we get offline. <laughs> 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 I don't want nobody label me a hater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a hater. Yeah. Hey, that's when you let. Hey, that's when you let Daddy O say it. Right, right, right. <laughs> On this new album. You know what I'm saying? So basically, so they asked this artist, particular artist, do you consider yourself conscious? And the artist was like, no. I mean, and I remember it was a time when most and Talib was trying to break away from that title as well. Like they was making jokes like, yeah, I'm awake when I rhyme. Like, yeah, I'm conscious. I'm always awake when I rhyme. So they were trying to like dodge that. So do you think it's still room uh, for conscious hip hop today? I, I, I don't know. And I'm, the guys can chime in on this. I don't know where the terminology came from, technically. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is what I remember from my coming up. From my grooming, people rhymed about kind of where they came from. So if they was that type of brother, they was going to rhyme about that type of stuff. If they wasn't that type of cat, then they was going to do the Pee Wee Herman dance. Right. You see what I'm trying to say? But it wasn't. It wasn't nobody being put under no pressure to make nothing. We got love for you, Joe Ski. Yeah, wasn't nobody trying to put no pressure on nobody to make nothing. It was what they was born of. You know, Lakim Shabazz was only going to say what Lakim Shabazz was going to say, because that was Lakim Shabazz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it, no different than the first the first um, uh, uh, popular brand Nubian record. It's 120 in a bottle, I always call it. Best 5% of record ever. Fight yeah. all day. That's 5% of record ever. All day. That record is incredible. Yes, it was. Incredible. I still listen to that boy. Exactly. So, yeah. so cats was just doing what they was doing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I don't know where the terminology conscious rap ever came from. Like I said, the light always taught us mind, body, and soul. Yes. And it wasn't a concept of D thinking of the music business. He wasn't thinking of that. He wasn't saying, oh, don't get boxed in. We got to get on the Grammys. It wasn't nothing like that. It was the expression of rhyme. Okay, D, we doing it now. You know, we going to box this thing up? We just going to rhyme about one thing? Or are we going to show? Because, you know, even when we came out, showing your versatility meant something. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we, 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 every good, I think every good record has some show-off quality. Mm. Here's my best example. Smells Like Team Spirit killed everything before it that called itself alternative or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> okay? We went from the long hairs, right? We had the long hairs on MTV for a minute. You know? And the, and the alternative guys was trying to creep in. But here comes this boy with his band from Seattle and things changed. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Things, things totally changed. And so that can happen. You know what I mean? There's no laws against it. But at the same time, he's making the Nirvana records. And now Pearl Jam is starting to be popular. And now grunge is kind of holding. There's still some other records being played. There's still some other stuff happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yes... Probably could call it conscious rap if you grab this one and you grab this one and say, okay, Lakim is, uh, uh, Grand Nubian is, 
maybe they're not because slowdown's not you know what i'm saying like you don't yeah. know you know what i'm saying you don't you, you don't really know what it fit in. but they never taught us to box it in so i yeah. guess we could hang with them cats i mean i put i put lumumba carson god bless the dead professor x from the x clan in the business i did that for oh, his wow. daddy sonny oh wow you know what i'm yeah. saying but so i knew what lumumba was gonna do from the beginning because of sonny Mm. You see what I'm trying to say? But mm. I, and I could be seen with Brother Jay, but I could also be seen with Slick Rick or Rob Bass. Right. I owe that to delight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um whether or not there's a place, no, I don't know if there's a place, but I'll tell you this. If we take that formula of rapping for the mind, body, and soul seriously, mm. give me a YB and Corday Mind Body and Soul. Y'all gonna think I'm bugging, but follow me. Give me a young thug mind, body, and soul. I don't need future. Glock and Dolph gotta do it together, but mind, body, and soul. And maybe one more. It won't be Blueface, but maybe one of them other boys from that side. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. nobody's telling them nothing else but body. Right. That's right. all they rap right now. Yeah, Ain't yeah. no mind and ain't no soul. Mm -hmm. Now there's a little bit sometimes my grandmama came up on this and now I bought my mama a house and then it ends. Right. You see what I'm trying to say? So that I think has room. I don't know the 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 because the conscious thing, believe it or not, came from the Islamic influence of New York rappers. So that's yeah. what we ended up calling conscious music until right. other people came from wherever they came from, Kemet or wherever they come from. But right. you know what I mean? The ragheads with the incense, they here too. Yeah. Um, 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 but, but you know, but but that's where that kind of thing came from. Right. Yeah. So I'm proud of, I'm proud of being in this band because they could talk whatever they want to talk about conscious rappers, them conscious records that we made. Yeah literally made an impact mm. you know we made africa that was a standalone study guide mm. in like 30 cities wow wow like and freedom of death and 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 jumping in self-destruction like when we do it it's like bobby said bobby just mentioned messaging our music because we're working on that record now mm. when we get in there we in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not gonna play with it. You know, right. because we we care for people, man. We care for people. We care for people all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We care for people. So we didn't make we didn't make any of those songs um you know for for, for posing purposes. Yeah. Right. You know, everything that you ever heard from us that was that in that vein that people would call conscious, we did it because that's that's really who we are. Yeah, and I, 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 I think you know. I don't know. Long answer to a short question. <laughs> and, and there's your answer, man. So that's why you should tell your audience on this platform. And when we put an album out, get that album because yeah. it's a message about music. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. And I know one place they'll be able to get the album is stetsonic.com. So no. that, save that site <laughs> for sure. Uh, we need you, man. We need you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, the last thing I want to do, fellas, um, I, I want to um, have some fun, get your predictions. 
You all know uh, next Sunday, uh, KRS-One and Big Daddy Kane are going to be battling it out. And just want to get y'all predictions. Who's who's going to hold it down? Who you think is going to come out triumphant? How you think it's going to go down? Let's start with Wise. Wise, do you have any thoughts uh, on, the, on the battle coming up? Wow. Um, I honestly, um, I, I like them both a lot. I yeah. really do like them both. I don't want um, wow, it's 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 a tough you, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, Chris, Chris has that, that edge and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Kane is a very good entertainer, yeah, you know, but uh, Chris, um, Chris is no joke. Uh, I, I'll probably have to go with Chris. Okay. All right. That's, that's one in the room uh, for Chris. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell y'all, and, and uh, if he's watching this, he'll know we had this conversation sometimes back because he uh, had him on one of my shows. Swiss Beast, I had a talk with Swiss Beast about it. So I'm, I'm going to tell, tell it to you how I told him. So this Big Daddy Kane and KRS Versus coming up. Versus is all about people's music catalog. Right. That's what this, that's what this, Overse thing about now, Jada Kiss changed the narrative of it when they did mm. their lock and 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 detect it. Now, if they would keep it in that vein, then we got ourselves with a one. Yeah, but right now, now yeah. we we would keep we would keep it in that battle between Chris and Kane. But we know this versus is going to be strictly about the catalog, and we all know Chris catalog, Chris, yeah. Kane's catalog, point blank. It murders Kane's catalog. We know Kane got some good joints, some bangers. Kane, Kane got some joints, but Chris got joints. Yeah. So if this verse is going to be about just drop the banger record, Chris wins by last Chris, Yeah, yeah. Okay. So don't, All right. make, make this, don't make this verse complicated. It's not that complicated. <laughs> it's not that complicated. It, they, they set this up a simple way. It's about, I need 20 bangers from y'all. Right. 20 bangers. 20 from Chris, 20 from Kane. Kane will have 20 bangers. Don't. Simple as that. Now, if, mm. they, if you get them to battle, like, yo, just go on a break or whatever, we're going to, we go, uh, then that's a boxing match I would like to watch. Yeah, yeah. I definitely like to see that. That's, that's, not, that's not what we're going to see. What right. you're going to see, <laughs> give me your best point. Yeah. Simple as that. Right. Yeah, it's good. I, I I agree. Delight, what do you think? Are you uh, on the um, same page? Nah, nah no, not, no, no. I'm I'm going to go on the other side. Here's why. Although Chris has a larger catalog, still came with his ability to perform also in front of a live audience because that was. One of the keys in the verses dealing with um 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 locks um, and dipset the locks and, and dipset you know what i'm saying so yeah. when you look at that and understand that I, and i think everybody uh you know i mean hey you can chime in on this point i think kane still had the bigger records he had the bigger records in my so, yeah. So name 20, name 20 of Kane big records. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> what I'm saying is that when it comes down to 
um um the the popularity of the record right i i i put kane up there just like this with his bigger records like there may be two or three records that's gonna uh that's gonna stand out that's gonna sway that battle like this it's going mm. to be a close call but i think when when it comes down to the stage and because kane he comes from the battle rap thing that that's what's his thing and I have, the, the way he will arrange his catalog is <laughs> going to be like this so i'm going to give the slight nod to kane all right, we got one for Kane in the room. Uh, Daddy O, we got two, two for Chris, one for Kane. Where, where are you staying? Let me do my let me do my two disclaimers first. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer number one. I had a conversation with my man Charlie Mack today because he's actually is he's actually the brainchild behind putting this thing together and nurturing it with Swiss and them and all of that, right? I hit Kane up for tickets. He told me I'm I'm locked, but acts, you know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a running by Swiss and Charlie. I said, let me call Charlie myself. So I, he actually called me back. I texted him, he called me back. So I was good. I, I said to Charlie, it's only going to be one winner. And Charlie said, this is my first disclaimer. Disclaimer, because I, I agree with him. I said, it's only going to be one winner. He said, yeah, the people. You know? Yeah. I, I mess with that. You know what I'm saying? I mess with yeah. that. He said, you know, the people need this. I said, man, it's real good for our era. I'm glad both of those guys are from the same era, so it doesn't right. make it, you know, because we've been talking that Stetsasonic Roots thing, but, you know, it always comes mm. up, you know, different eras, you know what right. I mean? So yeah. it's just like it, it don't match. Some people wouldn't right. understand the magnitude of a, I, my fan don't understand the magnitude of none of them damn uh, uh, Roots records. Right. They might know that uh, Saza, Erica Bazu song, but that's it. Don't nobody know the rest of them records. Same thing with their fans knowing Ghostetsa. Their fans don't know no Ghostetsa. Right. See what I'm trying to say? So neither one understands. So I like them both being the same thing. So I think the people went first disclaimer. Second one, second disclaimer is I hope Delight is right about it being closer than expected. I hope he's right. But I will say this. 2016, I picked up my mic again. First album I put out, before I named this album, I thought about all of my peers and who could rhyme with me in 2016. Who could hang out with me then? And the name of that album is Everybody But KRS. Because mm. I could beat everybody but Chris. Mm. <laughs> right now. Come on, Daddy. I can beat him. I can't beat Chris. Mm. I don't think he can be beat. Mm. I don't. I really don't. Not that kind of way. Not yeah. that kind of way. It's too much on the court thinking. Yeah. It's too much. I need to adjust right now. Ability. Right. I've toured with Kane. I've done shows with Chris. Chris is spontaneous. Mm. Kane is programmed yeah. every time. Say that you again. You go see Kane. You see Kane, you'll see the same show every night. Yeah. You yeah. never see the same show twice with Chris. Yes. Never. That's wow. so true. That is true. And that's, that's, and, and that's so, so that true. ability right there 
is why I say I can I can whoop my peers because I'm a better lyricist now and all of that. Right. But Chris, I can't because he gets underneath the groove. He is the the rapper with the bl black notes. He plays those blue note keys. And that anybody who play piano will tell you, yeah, you could do that black and white all day and those regular and those majors and those minors. <laughs> But am I wrong, Bobby? Them ones that got that blue note, even them singers like Shaka and them, that could get in between that shit, <laughs> that stunt melts because you don't want to be a vocalist and stand next to Shaka Khan. Because you're all straight notes, C's, B's, D's, and she in between. Mm. <laughs> and that's Chris as a rapper. That's a good Tell analogy. That's a great analogy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dominique... Okay. So again, they ch if we change the if the narratives get changed, like the way Jada did, then we got a nice fight to watch. Till then, uh, he, he he just gonna drop him. He gonna yeah. drop him. Yeah, I well, I, yeah, I, I know yeah. I know it's just gonna be crazy. It's gonna be so crazy. I, I hope I'm in I'm the building. Thinking, hey, y'all pray y'all pray for a brother to get his tickets, please. If, if you go, yeah, if you go with the analogy that Daddyo just presented, you say Kane program right and i just think that kang had enough time to get a program to he could be right though yeah, <laughs> I, maybe. I know that can you know what you know why the light is what he's saying the light is saying because he know we know that big daddy can we know that big daddy Kane that put some shit together that'll fuck you up yeah, yeah. 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 so that's yeah. what d is talking about but that was what i'm saying what i'm saying is, is that complicate this verse i'm talking about the the, the the concept of verses this is what got fat joe ass in trouble with ja rule what got fat joe in trouble with ja rule is the fact that fat joe thought if i drop my album cuts that i'm the, the street is gonna love i'm a witness ja stayed with his 18 top top hit yeah he stayed with it he yeah. stayed with it. he knew what this verses was about he yeah. knew that he wasn't going to try to change the narrative of it. He said, I'm just going to stay with my 18 hits. 18. Eight, but it's 18 hits and, 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 two, and two big pretty thighs. Exactly. There you go. So all I'm saying is that once again, and like Daddy O said, we did throw away Kane. We know what Kane could do. But what I'm right. saying, unless Kane's changed the narrative of this whole versus what it's about, to start a fight. What I mean a fight, I'm talking about a battle, a real battle. Mm. He has to change it to get that fight going with Chris. Yeah. Other than that, it's going to be about their records. Well, y'all y'all pray for me to get my tickets. Man. We will pray for you, man. We're, we're praying, <laughs> sending, sending you energy your way. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Hey, Nobody hey, had a question, hey, right, Dominique? You may have to give me the next number, man. <laughs> okay, I will. I'll send it to you. Now, um, Dominique was just saying, he was responding to you, Daddy-O, saying Karis One is number one best MC alive. Still number one best MC alive. It's so hard, man. He was agreeing this with This got you. hard to beat, yeah. man. It's just, yeah, no. I, I tried angles. I thought of stuff. Drake, Drake could beat Chris. Here you go, boy. You got to be joking. <laughs> Oh, Yo, so uh, shout out to our, our our boom bap chat brother Joe Thomas. He he heard something and he wanted to shout this out. Uh, he he wanted to shout this out. So Karis One is the Shaka Khan of hip hop. We heard it here first, folks. So, so yeah, shout out to. I don't Joe. know if Chris would like hearing saying that. I mean, when I when I first made the album, everybody with KRS, right? 
it was crazy, right? Because we had a show. Stetson Sonic had a show in um in Philadelphia with Lady B. It was mm. um what's the name of that show she do, Bobby? Uh Lady B's basement party. Lady basement party. So we had a show with them, right? And I had just put out the first album. I had a couple of copies of the CD and all that. I went in Modi's dressing room, cause you know Kaz is his DJ, and LA Sunshine and Mike and Mike C of the Fearless Four are Modi's dancers now, yeah. right? So they all in there, and I I went in there. I said, man, I toss all y'all right now. <laughs> I said, I love y'all, y'all my peers and all that. I mean, not y'all my like you know OGs and all that. I'll rip y'all apart right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I told I made a I told him I made the record and Mo D was like, I'ma get I'ma I'm gonna try to I'm gonna make Chris believe you against him. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't work though. Because me and him did a show not too long after that together. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Well, listen, fellas, we, we really appreciate you all being here. Uh, if you're uh, tuning in and you haven't yet, please go to Stetsasonic.com. Yes, sir. Save yes, that. Sir. They have new music coming out. We heard it here. Uh, another single dropping maybe December or, or January. A new album should be hitting shelves, hitting streaming services, hitting Bandcamp, all that, hitting their website uh, sometime uh, next year. So uh, make sure you tune okay. in. We'll, we'll Go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead. We got one already on, on stream right now. Yep. So everybody, please download. It's called Now Y'all Giving Up Love. Available now on Apple, these all your you know your your, your, your digital platform. So yep. show some love because uh, we we out. And, 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 yeah, and before definitely. you and before you sign off, man, people like liking the record, man. It's not yeah. like um, it's not like we saying that and people are not people are digging this song. Stations are playing this song. Yeah. So you know, people like this record. And, and I, I I played it for a couple of young people, man. The young boy liked it, man. Yeah. And I like I really like the video too. Oh, thank the video, you. The thank videos, you. yeah, it's just it's a fun video, man. It's just it's feel good. It, yeah, it just it, it's a dope video. Thank uh, you, sir. So thank yeah, you. no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Well, well, something we do on the boom bap chat, we uh we do shout outs, you know, it's a hip hop show, so we do shout outs, so. right? Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll give some shout outs as the co-host and I, and then, uh, we'll go around one by one and I'll give y'all the last word. So profound, who would you like to give shout outs to tonight, man? You know how I do, man. I'm gonna shout out my six children, Amir, Zakir, Rosalina, Daima, Ariel, and Elijah. And, uh, shout out to my boom bat brothers and Stessa Sonic, of course, man, for y'all coming through and still rocking after 40 years, man. I, I need 40 more from y'all, please. Oh, yeah. And ain't no way in the world came coming close to KRS. I'm shouting that out. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kane too, but he can't do it. It's not happening. I don't care what 20 records he put up. It ain't happening. <laughs> yo, 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 man. Uh, it sounds like you're hating right now. <laughs> <laughs> yo, thanks, bro. Iomas, who you want to shout out tonight? Man, shout out Chicago. Shout out to Detroit. Shout out my family in Toronto, where I'm at right now. Uh, shout out my Boom Back Chat brothers. Uh, man. Shout out to Stessa Sonic for yeah. coming through. Uh, MC Delight, Wise, Bobby Simmons, you know what I'm saying? Daddy O, uh, Prince Paul, wherever he at, you know what I'm saying? Enough respect. Yes, I got sir. my teachers in the room, man, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, man, and I agree with uh, with Pro, man. Uh, I'm a big Daddy Kane fan, but 
Nah, man. I don't, I don't see I don't see Big Daddy Kane walking away with that, man. It's KRS One, man. Knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone, bro. I gotta go with Chris, bro. Right on. <laughs> Thank you, Io Io Moss. Definitely want to shout you out. Shout out Profound, Big Stowe, uh, Bo Brown, Joe November, the Boom Bap Chat uh team everybody's hip-hop label team appreciate you all um joe november uh is uh heading into a second round in this beat battle put on by noir grime on twitch this saturday at 4 p.m so you can check him out uh please we're rooting for you joe november you got this uh want to shout out amir who's going to be on uh next thursday night he put out a really dope project with uh pete rock uh so we're going to be talking to him about that and much more and obviously, shout out to you all, MC Delight, Daddy Yo, Wise, Bobby Simmons, of course, Prince Paul. Just really appreciate it. I want to echo what Profound said. I, 40 years is very, very incredible. It's inspiring. And we would love another 40. And, you know, just you, keep, keep going, doing your thing. That's the plan. Uh, yeah. So we appreciate you. And uh, I'll throw it over to MC Delight for your shout outs. Oh, yeah. Um, let, let me holler at my, uh, my kids. Marvin Jr. and Ilham, uh, um, my grands, you know, Joshua, you know, and, and um, let me give a shout out to um, also, wow, I, I, so many ladies, Saida, um, Yvonne, uh, my lady Bia, Bia Bushango, um, and all my other ladies, you know who you are, <laughs> who you are. Um, shout out to my brother, Snake Man, to my man, Khalid Reeves, and the Khalid Reeves Foundation. Let me give a shout out to that, you know, because they're giving big support. I don't know if y'all know Khalid Reeves used to play at Arizona and then then for the Miami Heat and stuff like that, you know, the kid I watched growing up. You know, as well as Lamar Odom and stuff like that, um, and um, uh, uh, Kenny, Kenny Smith. That is, these are all people that I know. Um, who else? Um, to my um, my Sabian family, you know what I'm saying, or Nuwapi family and stuff like that. To them, uh, uh, to all of my people. In Queens, South Side of Queens, y'all know who y'all are, cause I can't give, eh, I can't get to all the names and stuff like that, and also to all my Brooklyn people, you know, cause y'all know I'm a BQ baby, Brooklyn Queens baby, you know, I gotta let y'all know that, and um, um, uh, to my brother um, uh, Thurston, um, and who else? That's it. Man, yeah. I, I think that's it. I think I got everybody. And if I didn't, if I missed somebody, hey, you know. Um, Blame it on my head, not my heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you, MC Delight. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Let's throw it over to uh, Bobby Simmons. Who you want to shout out tonight? Now, real quick, man. I just want to give a shout out to my Stessasani boys. MC Delight, Grand was DJ Prince Paul. Daddy-o, Chief Daddy-o, my man, Wise, human Mr. Machine Wise. Appreciate these guys, man. We, we, we went back in. We did it. And it's happening. I want to say thank you to you, brothers, man, for having us on the show, supporting the record. Now y'all giving up love is out there right now. And uh, appreciate everybody, man. Rock the Bells Radio, Lady B, Red Alert, everybody that's just been showing us love and support. We appreciate y'all very much. And also, big shout out 
the Earl of Pearl Monroe, he just opened up a charter school. You gotta open up a mm. charter school when you owe me twelve thousand dollars, man. I want my money. I want my money, Earl of Pearl. He paid me. He didn't pay me, D. I want my twelve we're gonna pray daddy-o gets his tickets and you get your money we'll pray oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right on thank you for being here bobby simmons thank uh, you man wise who you want to shout out tonight i'm gonna make it very short and sweet i just want to give a shout out to my family my friends um definitely my guys and whatnot i'm glad to be back with you guys working with y'all again recording you know what i'm saying and and ready to do this again man but, but you know do it a whole, whole lot better yeah right on right on thank you wise thanks for being here man really appreciate you and uh daddy yo we'll throw it to you uh and you can take us on out of here uh to the ramo radio mc delight to lito brigante that drummer Bobby Simmons, Grand Wizard DJ French Paul, uh, to our manager Courtney Benson, uh, to my assistant who ends up assistant that's a Sonic, uh, Jennifer, um, and you guys, man. Um, you know, I say this all the time. You know, I hate to say it, but I have to say it. You know, Black Radio failed us, and without platforms like you guys, you know, how do we get to promote a new single? How do we get to you know what I'm saying? How do we get to do anything? So I don't want you guys to take anything you do lightly. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot heavier than you think. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, because you don't know who's tuning in, you know? Um, I shout y'all out because it's the first time I ever did a interview on Twitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. Most people are not smart enough to even connect Twitch. That's right, 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 right. <laughs> they, they just don't get it. But anyway, um, we had this whole big conversation about how much bigger D Nice would have been if he would have used to it. But that's all enough. But anyway, um, no, but shout out you guys, man, for really having us, man. Yeah, um, no doubt. No doubt. You know, I, I just, you know, every time this happens, man, you know, it's good. I, I haven't been able to do uh, interviews with my brothers in a long time. You know what I mean? And um, it's very a welcoming feeling for me to not be the only one talking. <laughs> right on right on well on that note we say peace 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 peace, peace. peace. peace.